Welcome to Drunk on Comics, episode 459. Ooh, that's 10 short of 69. <laughs> Giggity. I literally said that once. Hey, we're a family show. <laughs> we are a family show. I family the word friendly. Cunt in this episode. <laughs> Your family should be well versed in all of the fo- forms of swears and. <laughs> We didn't say we were a good family. Right. Or a functional yeah. family. Right. No. But we're good kinfolk. Yes. So uh, we got some new equipment. We did. Uh, Hopefully everyone can hear us individually better. Except for Lynn's needs to work on that. So there are some parts where you it sounds like she's You put me in a fucking fading. twisty chair. I don't know what to tell you. Get me a solitary chair that doesn't move around or this is the way I'm going to record yeah, the Yeah, she's going to be like twisting her neck as she goes around like this. She's going to have neck problems I can't by the help end. it. This is how I work all day. I sit in my chair and I just do this and type yep. at the same time. But it has been many years since we've had multiple mics and we've been doing the snow globe which is again a perfect starting for podcasting but you want that little bit crispier sound. And now we got a mixing board back. I can do some FX and some editing and stuff. No, that, that, that. <laughs> oh my like, god, that's pretty damn loud. Like uh, some ra- radio station that's like... I'm uh, going to actually have to cut that. That, is, that will blow someone's eardrums out. Hey, they got to be ready. Someone's going to be driving in their car with their family in the back seat and then they're just going to blow out the windows and... Oh my god, I please if somebody is actually listening to this in the car with their family, contact us. I just want to meet that person. I mean, there's been a couple types of people of listeners that I, w- I wanted to meet. That would definitely be one of them. Yeah, the yep. family listener. Motor City's coming up. <laughs> meet us, please. <laughs> but anyways, uh we got new equipment which is we're quite excited about Yay. and uh we have another uh, good show for you all with the same things that you've things. enjoyed and loved. News, Stuff. reviews, and more. Yeah. Well, there exactly. You go. That's the exact description of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also a little bit of like some deep conversations. We get in there a little bit. I mean, we're all very smart people. Yes. So. Intellectuals. You know, they... like, very smart people who yeah. can't talk into a microphone. No. Yeah, like, <laughs> there you go. That'd be great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, grab a cold beverage of your choice. Sit down, relax. Enjoy the show, uh, Drunk on Comics, episode 459, uh, Heart Booty. <laughs> That's the last time I'll let you do the <laughs> Anthony wants it in his heart booty. <laughs> Ladies, Anthony wants it in his heart booty. <laughs> hey, it's Anthony. I heard you have a heart booty. <laughs> Put it in his heart booty. <laughs> Let's connect. So one of the the fun things that me and Anthony like doing is scooting around town. Scooting? Yeah, on scooters. Like dragging, oh. I was and thinking like you guys are dragging your asses on the ground around oh, town. Specifically <laughs> electric scooters. Right. Not the right. pump your own legs. Yeah. And we were out Sunday night and on our way back to his place, all of a sudden we just saw like some commotion in a parking lot. <laughs> yes. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Like a family picnic or something? And we decide to... We already passed the side street to then go down this other side street to do it. 
But then we're like, fuck it, let's go on by. I did think we were going to go into there to find out what the hell was going on. Because, like, like, again, they had barbecue, a table, chairs. It was a potluck. I mean, it was a full-on potluck. Lot? In this yeah. parking lot. And at first Family I was... reunion or work I was something. thinking that maybe it was, like, there was an apartment complex or something there. And so maybe, you know, like a block party, right? Mm, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. But I was like, this is a commercial lot like there's just like some business so i was like there's no way someone would say hey i know where we can do our party this random parking lot for this business so likely it was my guess is that it was the business itself but it was late i mean it was like 10 40 yeah oh wow that we were strolling by so it's it and was dark barbecue and it was a at night. sunday night like yeah Wow. <laughs> this was the part I don't get, like, to the queue. Friday or Saturday, maybe, not having to get up the next day for work. But yeah. I mean, you don't know people's lives. Maybe they didn't have to get up for work the next day. That's true. <laughs> Hopefully, if that was their work, they didn't. Right. They're like, yeah, we know you guys were drinking in the literal parking lot outside. <laughs> so, funny. Or maybe they're just doing that to get up to work, like, not having to be, like, driving anywhere. Mm-hmm. Sleep so in their gonna, car. And they're then... going to pass out in the parking lot? Yeah. Just go to roll into work the next day, smelling like barbecue and alcohol? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys been up to? Nothing. Oh, did you read the news that any buildings burn up? Like, nah, not that I know of. <laughs> that would have been terrible. That it would have. But, uh, yeah, besides uh, that little caper, let's get into some capers of comics. Capers of comics? Is this, wait, was this week like a like burglary theme show and were capers and. I don't know. I was just his stuff doesn't ever actually tie together. Okay. I mean, I mean, I can find one real quick. It's <laughs> every just now and then, every now, yes. I mean, a lot of it is. There are some times where it's like, damn, that just came out of. I yes. mean, but then again, it is coincidental. I didn't plan it. And I do applaud you each and every time, each three times that it has happened. <laughs> well, checkmate, <laughs> which is a comic book that I started reading. Checkmate number one by DC. However, I'm 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 just throwing this out there. I started reading it. I didn't finish it because uh, I have a bunch of other books to to read. It's kind of interesting. It's got a lot of the different. Uh, I don't know it, the detectives, as they said, uh, from this. It's got to do with Leviathan, and remember that whole thing mm-hmm. like two or three years ago, and how that's now the new uh, bad guy. Like. Cobra Wasn't it? A, it type. was a group, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now this is a new group to like take that on and like. What universe is this? DC. DC. Okay, okay. So again, started it. Uh, I know it's got Arrow and Lois Lane and Talia, and mm. it started. is interesting. I just didn't get to finish it yet. So this is one of six. So. Interesting. Six parts. Yeah. Okay. Six so it's issue a series. mini issue series. Okay. Yeah. Don't know if any of the other Bat family or Superman family will get involved, but maybe. Well, Lois was super involved in the Leviathan. Yeah, thing. she was the yeah. she was under uncovering it all. Yep. Is it a family friendly comic? Uh, I mean, all more DC adult. is family well, friendly. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering, right? <laughs> it's got and it's got the question and Steve Trevor. Do any heroes go down Bones, in this one? So I don't really know who Bones is. <laughs> Do any heroes go down? Oh. I only got halfway through, so I don't know. So did they get halfway down? Or 
just they haven't even started. They're they're waiting they're until waking, they're working their way. Yeah, they're waiting until the third quarter yeah. just to really they're get down. They're starting at the top and working well, they, their way. They're not the all real like heroes. I mean, some of them are. Well, I mean, only villains go down. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies, hook up with Joker and uh, his ilk. So, and actually, all, most of my reviews right now are just going to be kind of wham bam, thank you, ma'ams, because That's how he lives his life. <laughs> No, really. Ladies, you can email jokedowncomics at gmail.com to get hooked up with that. Just uh, put wham bam in the uh, subject of the email and we'll get right back to yep. you. So anyways, uh, no, mainly because there's different particular parts of each of these comics that I want to just briefly say, but I just don't want to give it all away. Uh, Heroes Return, number one, this is going the last of the heroes uh was it not heroes reborn but the hero um wasn't it heroes reborn yeah that is yeah, yeah. what they were calling it yeah um that's why this one's heroes return. return yeah and all i gotta say is i enjoy i've said it multiple times i've enjoyed the heroes reborn type what if that it was and i knew that they were gonna fuck up the landing and not so much, like, there is, like, a last page that I will briefly spoil, but how it ended and everything felt kind of, like, quick and forced and, like... Yeah. And we're back to the status quo right. again, so... They did that with that one event with X-Men, well, remember? So they, they do it with everything. Yeah. And that's... it's So that's the annoying part. Like, I was... And I knew that. So I'm not as disappointed as I have been when my younger self was reading some things. Thinking, yeah, your standards are really going to change things. <laughs> but no, it's just back to the same again. Yep. Um, except for Evil Coulson is now stuck in this uh, pandemonium cube, is what started it all and, mm. and everything. And the squad Evil is Coulson supreme. is stuck in the pandemonium cube. Yep, and Mephisto now is talking about having the Council of Red with not only one Mephisto, but 615 more. Because I guess there's only 616 Mephistos, because okay. that's, I guess, what Marvel's doing now. And yeah. I don't know what that all means, but then it's a panel of, like, all these different well, now Mephistos. We... So, that's where he's that's, 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 that's Yeah, <laughs> he's not in any of the Marvel shows. He's just, <laughs> just gathering here. <laughs> Hey, but he put clues in the shows that don't matter. Yes. Just to screw with And people. neither will this. <laughs> However, there is an event that's coming up again, um, which is outside of comic books, but just to, to bring it up, where we are going to see, it's called Dark Ages, and that's Marvel's next big event. Okay. And uh, having seen the designs for the, the bad guy um, from Ryan Stegman, the un... Unmaker, I think his name. Um, yeah, it. I'm cool if they're gonna go into dark ages. This dude looks like he's a huge freaking uh, Goliath of a being. Like, pretty much looks like he's a celestial. And uh, yeah, the Unmaker. That's gonna be their next big event. And the Unmaker. Yeah, but what I hate about the tagline is, uh, you know. Well, who do you become when the lights go out? But also they're saying that this is uh, what happens when the heroes uh, unite and fail. And that's how all these are. Yeah. So, but I do like Stegman and also Dark Ages. It'd be cool if we see some 
old school mm-hmm. dark age. Well, you armor. remember when they did the Avengers BC? Mm-hmm. That was one of the best things they had done ever. So I like it when they take it back. Was that the standard heroes in BC era, nope. or completely different heroes? Well, retconning the origins of the Marvel universe, yeah. where they then. So they had Odin as their Thor character. They had Phoenix, who is a primordial type thing. Yeah, yeah. so that that was there. Star Brand. Uh, they had a Black Panther. They had the Ancient One. So and they had a, a Hulk like thing that was Gamma. I think that might have been a Star Brand too. I can't remember. But ultimately, they had these figures that were Avengers, and that was cool. I think what I'm what I'm hoping it's more of is. Did you ever read Neil Gaiman's? 1492, I think it was called. Oh, it was, they did a couple of them, right? They did Fantastic Four yeah. and X-Men. The Fantastics and everything, yeah, where yeah, it was yeah. literally, let's take that time period, but let's give some people, like, some powers-ish. So, like, uh, I, I'm making this up because I don't think this was Professor X, but he was, like, a mysticism-like person or something, like, not full-blown, like, reading people's minds. Um but the Fantastic Four were, you know, had their powers in a way, but they were witch breeds is what they'd call, like, the mutants and everything. And it was a take-that-timey-wimey old-school type. Again, the Fantastic Four ones, they were explorers, so they're sailing ships instead of going through dimensions. And that's what I'm hoping this is. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that was that. Uh, Wonder Woman, Black and Gold. I, again, it's one of those where it's many stories. And they use the colors black and gold. Yes. But how they did the color is what I just want to talk about. Okay. The stories didn't really wow me as much, but, because gold is just yellow. And... Oh, they didn't metallicize it? They didn't do, like, yeah, shiny didn't. ink? Yeah. Well, that's rude. <laughs> I don't, how, would, how would they do that in a comic book? They I could mean, print it. They could print it shiny. Oh, they could do something that so that it looks shiny. Yeah, like that's this. a lot of shading, though. I mean, it's your fucking job. Well, some of uh, well, the colorists. Some, <laughs> some I'm sorry. of the stuff did at least look uh, shiny okay. like that. But then, I'm just saying, though, they used, instead of just gold, mainly yellow. So, like, a yellow flower right. or the sun rays coming through that really gotcha. illuminated in a way that I really enjoyed, especially because they've done the carnage with the red mm-hmm. and black. They just, they, those two colors are too dark together. I thought the Superman red and blue was good contrasting. Like I said, the yellow in this and how they kind of have some shades against, you know, what gold truly is. Right. But again, it's the fair. artwork I'll was beautiful and I really enjoyed that. And then, and then, and then, Batman Reptilian oh. was a uh, black label. Okay. And it seems to be going, uh, well, like all black labels do, pretty dark. Yep. Uh, we found uh, within here the Rogues Gallery pretty much being pretty much beaten up and close to death, a couple of them. And Batman being Batman, but realizing he's not the only one that is pretty much the person of the night hunting pretty much the bad guys and stuff. And obviously it's called Reptilian, and the front cover is a reptile with the eyeball looking with 
back signal, and I'm thinking it's like Killer Croc or something. But mm. also, I kept just thinking of uh, reptile brain. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting. And then <laughs> the last one I want to just talk about almost wasn't going to, but Fantastic Four Life Story number two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about the first one. Yeah, and and how I wasn't super thrilled. Right. But it was all right. Did it win you over in the second one? Or no? More, more so. No, it didn't make it worse at all. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're seeing the, the Richards family uh, together. For, uh, they have Franklin now. Mm. And this is the first one saw Reed Richards. This one sees more, as, actually it is Sue Storm centric. Okay. So I'm almost wondering if each of these books and decades are also going to have maybe a focus point, which is... I do kind of find unique, and I did like that, mm-hmm. um, where the first one still had Reed having that vision of Galactus, that's kind of all-consuming him now. They do show some exploits of them beating up bad guys, but again, this was Sue's kind of story, right? and one of those things that has always happened with Sue is she was the invisible woman, and she never got the recognition. In fact, so, she's staying at home mom where most of the missions, she's not even there. Yeah. And there was a really cool panel Bullshit. where they're fighting the thinker, and they're all in their, their chambers. Like, you know, one's, like, heat resistance for Johnny and this and that. And, oh, you have that steam going so that you can see Stu, Sue, but do you see her? Well, the thing is, she wasn't even there. She was actually at home. And there were some other missions where she's just at home babysitting the, the kid. I mean... And, Raising her child. It's yeah, not, I mean, she, she's got to be in charge of the family at home. and yeah, okay, yeah, It's not babysitting, not babysitting when it's your own child. As much as many guys call it can it feel that. like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it also goes more into her and wanting to be an activist and everything. And there's uh, some noticeable uh, historical figures within this. But the biggest thing that I took from this that was really unique, because, again, these are not going to be the straight up 616 universe right. we're gonna see franklin actually grow a lot more yeah than he was and you kind of saw it in a couple of these panels because uh, again it goes through the 70s uh, that's the decade that this one was by the end of this though uh sue and reed are uh no more they oh, uh, a big d? they broke up the family and got she a divorce the big d, so she's getting the big d and Prior to this, she had, they've met some of their old friends. Uh, Black Panther came around and this and that, and Namor. Oh, Namor. Yeah, In yeah. fact, I mean, I don't even want to spoil it, but there is a scene where right after uh, she's driving away with Franklin, and, you know, she's like, you'll see him, and he's like, he's daddy, and, you know, and he's just an hour away, and so... Namor's your daddy now. Yeah. <laughs> This also had the introduction. You can underwater. Your mommy calls me daddy too. <laughs> <laughs> this also had the introduction of um, Doctor Doom, so it was kind of cool to finally get that in there again. It was different than right. what we're all used to from the last book, but obviously you need to have him show up at some point. Uh, overall, yes, way more solid than before. The small subtleties. I've been kind of waiting for that big uh, change. You're and not this... gonna get it until like. No, but I think them being separated um, or divorced is a big enough change that going forward now when we get to the 80s, that's going to those small little butterfly wings and ramifications because, again, uh, someone who looked like Carl Sagan or Carl Carl Sagan. Sagan. Yeah. 
Sorry. Sagan. Yeah. Let's try to... Steven Seagal, Carl Sagan. I think I know of Sagan, but I can't think. I said like Carl. That he was talking about uh, the person that looked like him, uh, talking about sending a the golden disc up into space. You know, that yeah, has yeah. like everything of Earth, and and Reed is just like freaking out, like there's a giant man out there that's gonna come to us. You don't want to do that. Oh, he sounds crazy, right? People kind think of he's crazy but... because they haven't really had to deal with like the celestial shit yet, probably yeah. in the universe. Yeah. And by the end of it. There is something coming to Earth that is huge, and that's kind of how it ends. And mm. you're like, but I, I, I a giant storm with a face. I don't like the movie. Oh that would, I mean, that would be a big surprise change and piss me off. But I, I think that that is going to be the big bad. So I don't see that happening until late. Like they're yeah. going to obviously push that off down the road of when he extras, or maybe it could come in the eighties. I don't know. I doubt it, though. Yeah, the way the Spider-Man one went seemed to be... the Most of the books seem to be hyper-focused on, like, the things they don't usually cover in the comic books, so, like, their day-to-day life. And then the last one was, like, the big sort of epic thing that happens at the end of the series. Yeah, so that's where he's... I think he's going to be looked at more crazily going forward. I hope so. And we had, you know... fucking nuts. That dude. Who read? Yeah, he no, really is. He is. He's, he's too smart. He he's insane. I mean, yeah, he is. Like one one bad day and that man can turn into a fucking villain. Well, I think as that... we know from the thing where he turned into a villain. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> turn into the maker. I mean, that's one of the things, right? It's just like when you get to those those in levels of intelligence, they just don't view the world the same. Right. And so sociopathic elements come in and they start doing you know, having no moral qualms with trolley problems, and they're just like, well, it's the second, you know, the one for the many, and they're like, it's okay, and I'll kill him myself, and then now yeah. they're a murderer, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it, I liked it too. Uh, you know, Ben is kind of as he is want to do to accept that who he is and looks like, and then every now and then he'll have like those outbursts of like, I hate you for yeah. making me this way or whatever. But as when Sue was leaving and. He's sitting down with like a bowl of cereal or ice cream on the couch, and oh, ain't this the life? And Reed's just looking sad. I'm just like, man, I haven't seen him so depressed. Like, I never thought they'd break up the FF family, but there they are. And because yeah. this never happened in the comic books, no. Like, and it, she's... but it makes sense. It makes way more sense because he is not an attentive no. husband. And there's been a lot of. Uh, um, she is dry. There's in been the boat. twice. One with. Uh, <laughs> I'm forgetting the guy. He can manipulate emotions um, where he pretty much manipulated Susan mm. to... She just became more risque and, and promiscuous, but she didn't ever cheat. And then there was Civil War when they both took different sides. Oh, Reed right. took Tony's side and Sue took Cap's side. And you thought that could have been mm-hmm. a big thing. And there's always been that sexual tension with Namor. But again, well, everyone has sexual tension with Namor, yeah. Tony. You have sexual tension with Namor. He, Anthony has listen, sexual tension with Namor. He walks out, and that bulge is just right there. And you're like, oh, my. Oh, he doesn't hide it either. When he sits on his throne, he's always man-spreading. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just hope by the end of this, uh, Galactus brings the family together yeah. to save the day. To end up to, what if they end up separated but very happy with their lives that's just as an adequate no ending. no no they can't be happy split up they're only happy together that's bullshit yeah. as a family they 
they you they know complete each other yeah separated they're they'll probably lose their powers until they come together and so family she's probably actually like really interested into women and she's gonna find like the love of her life in like black widow or something and it's gonna be an amazing ending to the book yeah right <laughs> not an amazing ending on that actual ending so yeah so those are what i nice. read Besides booze in a book. You read a lot more than I did, but I, I actually had things to do this weekend, which I normally don't. So um, so I read one book, and it's it's an indie book. It's called Feelers. And I keep wanting to say it like I'm Canadian. Feelers. Feelers? I read Feelers. In the garage. <laughs> um, so this is written by a guy named James Wendelborn who is from New Zealand, so he probably talks like Taika Waititi. <laughs> um, I googled him to figure out if he had done any comics before, and he has not. He's actually like a design guy, so he does a lot of like design work. Digital oh. sort of Ooh. graphic design for games. That's kind of, yeah. Websites and stuff like that. And this is a, so I, I purchased it on Comixology for the low, low price of 99 cents. Um, it's through there. Apparently, you if you're a creator, you can submit things to Comixology and they'll publish it for you. But he also has a website that you can download it for free. So I could have saved myself 99 cents. <laughs> but I'm willing to pay for good stuff. And this was really good. So here's the cover. You can tell he's a design guy, right? And... The art is very sort of... Okay. Immediately that picture. Have you seen the comics? They're like the trippy ones where some guy will like be smiling to an old lady in the first panel. They're usually like four panel comics. And they're like web webtoons or web comics or whatever. And by the end, it's just some terrifying thing where like a mole on the guy's face has popped out and is like stabbing the old lady or something like that. That's exactly what that reminds what me. What kind of web comic? I'll show I know. Them to you. I'm like. I can't believe you guys haven't seen about. them, but no, I, I I do know what you're so, talking about. So, so the art is is super simple. I I don't want to say simple because it's not simple, but it's not like outlined mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's just a lot of it. It looks like a graphic designer drew it, which did. Um, but the story <clears throat> was very interesting because it takes place in this world where. There's a pharmaceutical company that sells pills that make you feel happy. It's kind of like Xanax or something like that, but literally it's like, it's not, it's not a drug that like shuts something off in your brain. It literally is like the feeling of happiness. So you take it and it legitimately makes you happy and they keep remaking it under different words. They have ecstasy and joy and all kinds of shit like that. And there's this guy who works there who is making negative feelings and selling them on the black market and people and making a lot of money off of it because people don't just want to feel one feeling. They want to feel, feel all the feeling, anger, fear, all of this stuff. So it's this really interesting story where like, it's this whole thing of like, you have to feel all the feelings to feel human sort of thing. Um, but the, the big thing is that in order to save his job and not go to jail because they figure out what he's doing, he has created love, 
as a pill. And he's like, this is going to... Is it like a love potion? Like it's if a I, pill. If, if someone you take takes it, it you have the feeling fall of in love. love. So love doesn't exist without this? No, it does. But it sounds like people don't want to just have feelings whenever they crop up. They want to ah. like manage their feelings. Yeah. Or like say you're in a marriage for 20 years and like... I mean, they haven't gotten super... You need a little booster of yeah, your love? Yeah, you're like, okay. I don't love this person anymore. You take a pill, and you're like, I totally love this person. Okay, that's what I was wondering yeah. if that's how it would work. I, think, I don't think it's like a... A love erection. I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make you feel like fall in love with any one person. It just makes you have feelings of love that you can then direct at whomever you would like to direct them at. So it's really interesting because the idea of like emotions in a pill, I think is very sort of futuristic and kind of in an obtainable way because we already have happy pills, right? (laughs) But the idea of taking a pill that makes you feel fear, makes you feel anger, things like that. But you have to have those feelings. Fear is a super important feeling. If you don't have fear, then you'll probably do something that kills you, right? Yep. Or if you don't have anger, like, things are just going to happen to you that keep happening over and over and over again, and people think it's okay. That is something, like, it's something that I remember hearing, and I don't know how true it is psychological-wise, but, like, most kids are going to always burn themselves when they're kids, because no matter how many times you tell them something's hot, until they actually feel what hot means, they don't know. And it's almost like a given, usually it's not something scalding. But, like, I just remember my nephew one time. We kept telling him that st- the uh, grill is hot, and then he kept he oh, finally yeah. touched it, and then he learned. Yep. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. So it's just, it's a really, in a way that kind of just makes you think about how life would be if you only were able to feel happy. Or, like, in a world that you lived in where you were your emotions were only controlled by pills that you took. Like, what that would look like for society. So it was one of those comics that really made me think, which I enjoy from time to time. A real thinker. So his other, I guess there's three out on his website right now that I can download and read, which I will be doing. And I suggest everybody else do it too. Because you got to support those indie comic makers. Especially when they're talking about philosophic things like feelings and pills and stuff like that. Um, but I really enjoyed it. So Nice. Cool, cool. Anthony, did you read anything? I actually did. I mean, I read a little bit of... Oh, gosh, I closed them. So I read uh, Shadow Man 2 to see if... I really liked the first one. I thought it was kind of, like, very... With, like, the exploding bug dude and, like, all these monsters, like, suddenly coming. It was just, like, a very shock and all kind of thing, and I really enjoyed that. They got right into it. The second one wasn't quite as thrilling, Um it they're beginning the investigation. Basically, hell portals are popping up everywhere, and they got to find out why. Um, so they're beginning that investigation, and it's it's got it does have like everything you'd want in the comic, but it definitely seems like a linking to yeah. more story to come. They introduce like this ghostly character that keeps popping up and like says cryptic things and then disappears. And uh, the one thing that's kind of a bit tough for me with this comic. And they actually call it out in one of the panels. They talk about how he, or like when you go through it, he kind of just like absentmindedly goes through his job. Like he treats killing demons 
and like investigating this issue like I do with my desk job mm. where I'm just droning mm-hmm. away. He kind of does it. I'm like, what? You know, he's not a reaction. But then he also talks about how the like that shadow pact that he has, the Loa spirit or whatever it's called, um, prevents him from feeling fear. So he actually can't be afraid. He needs a pill. Yeah. He needs a, <laughs> he needs a fear pill. A fear boner. Right. Um, and he can't get one. And so that kind of actually explains a little bit. So it kind of introduced... I felt after reading that, when I went back and kind of looked at it again, I was like, okay, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. Because he, he hasn't, so far, I mean, it's only been two comics, he hasn't faced, appeared to face something that was too monumentous for him. He basically seems like the perfect person for the job and he just kind of walks in and takes care of business and then rolls on so it explains a little bit of it um i'm more of a fan of the hero's struggle right in in a Mm. comic Mm -hmm. i like that just kind of one of the thing overcoming personal adversity that's one of the reasons why i struggle with something like superman right Right. because there's just not a lot green lantern's like my guy because it's all about willpower overcoming personal fear stuff like that those are you know those are cool he hasn't he can't overcome fear because he literally doesn't have it. So does he have any like vulnerabilities? Like could like family member, like a kid or a you know grandpa or something, get kidnapped to like bad guys, or have they introduced anyone like he that? He has zero family. Oh, so okay. So then, yeah, he's so kind of impervious. A, this is a valiant book, so I feel like they their heroes usually are kind of supercharged to start, and it takes a while to find that those, is true. Yeah, those holes. Maybe he'll get a family get uh, later on, and it's then it's probably th- they'll take more likely that like unicorns make him nauseous or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> 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 if it's valiant, <laughs> I mean that would fit. He's definitely you know shadow man. He's very dark. Some things that were cool though is he seems to have like this spidey sense, but instead of the you know little uh, lines out of the head type thing, his face literally like goes staticky. Mm. So like it gets really sharp angles. It looks like it's stretching in like the static pattern, which is pretty cool. That was pretty neat to see. Um, another one I read and I have to look it up. It's called breathless. Um, it is a book. (laughs) I hear you go. Breathless volume one. Uh, it's long. It's like a four-parter. It's like 116 pages. I did not read the whole thing. Uh, volume one called Pay to Live. Uh, is it Adam Shand? This is Pat Shand. So Pat he Shand. wrote Destiny yes. New York, which yes. is the other yep. book. This is also a very good book. So, so you're basically reading the whole series in the volume one. Yes. Yep. So I only started to read a little bit that I don't have enough to go off of, but it seems uh, there's a lot of words so this is definitely a if you like dialogue, which is your thing, right, Tony? Mm-hmm. You you probably like this one. Uh, clever idea. Uh, people, aliens, like alien creatures and stuff. So you can see like on page like six of the book, you have uh, alien. Oh, right. Cool. So it's definitely it's kind of a lab. They're dissecting them, and then uh, people who are semi-involved. Like family dies and then they get more involved. Am I involved? Like Optimus Prime? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Semi truck involved. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) So I read those and then. It's a great movie. So, fun fact Pat wrote that book because he himself has asthma and has a real hard time sometimes affording his medication. Medication. Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of that in there. Yep. Um, The cover is literally. A, an inhaler with blood on it. Um, 
Yeah. So the inhaler obviously didn't work, that one. It's got blood all over it. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's a great, Pat's a great writer. And I'm still reading the novel. So we're looking at the rate I'm going, we're looking at uh, August. I'll have a review of part two of this book series that <laughs> nice. I'm reading because they're pretty long nice. and I sit at home all day so I don't have a whole lot of like travel time to listen to it or mowing my lawn because we're in a monsoon season so it's also yeah. raining like every day yeah that's so true yeah I bought a book this weekend you guys from a giant books used bookstore in Detroit like a, um, a book book a book book it, Detroit there's this bookstore in Detroit called the John I don't want to mess it up. It's either the John R. King or the John K. King bookstore. And it is four stories of used books. They literally give you a map when you They only have four there. stories? Four stories of a building, oh. as everybody knew but you. Um. <laughs> they have four people telling stories <laughs> in the bookstore at any moment. And they give you a little map when you walk in so that you can figure out where you need to go to find oh. what you're looking for. It but looks like a warehouse. More oh, like yeah. a factory, old factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. It was super hot in there, though, because it is a super old building, and there is zero air conditioning. Um, How do the books survive? Oh, my God. I have no you idea. you got to have climate control it's for so books. It's so humid. Yeah. It's so humid. I think all the... Because they also handle rare books, and they probably have those stored in a legitimate climate-controlled area, but everything else, they're just They've just like, got a guy named Steve, like, fanning them all day long. Oh, my God. They have, like... I'm getting off track, but <laughs> I bought this book that, that is, it tells you what it's like, what boys should know. And it's from like the early, late 1800s, early 1900s. And it's literally like teaching boys how not to masturbate. And I'm totally going to read it and come back with a review for boys <laughs> next week Perfect. so that you can maintain your lives better on a more. Well, I'm, I can finally know <laughs> what I was supposed to know. Yeah. What's, what is, I, I never watched Jersey Store, so I never can remember what the fuck was the thing that he always said like dtgf or something or dtf well i know what dtf is down to fuck but like isn't jim something uh jim tan beach laundry oh <laughs> you know what i'm saying like there's I some do. sort of thing said, though, yeah but... i never watched jersey but that's okay. probably yeah. in there yeah yeah it's pro probably it's there they probably I'm jersey shore is probably based IQ on that watching <laughs> jersey shore <laughs> Just so we're already ahead of the game. Barely. Don't watch Jersey Shore. Yeah. Is that your review? Your full review is don't watch it. That's my full review. That's yeah. my full review too. Well, along that lines, I have a game review Ooh. that I played this week. Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. So obviously you play Dungeons and Dragons without me? Yeah, video game too. It's a cooperative one. Um, but you should be glad that I played it without you because it's trash. Oh. Oh. Well, there so, you go, everybody. Yep. It's uh, the Dark Alliance series was actually very well known back in the day. This is like the PlayStation 2, I think, era they made it. It's like a dungeon crawler where you're, you're actually like going through these different dungeons, um, gathering weapons, powering your character. Your characters actually level up as you play. So it's very much D&D, RPG-ish. But the current one has network struggles where you'll hit a box and it'll literally wait like uh, almost a full second and then the box will explode. Mm. Um, even, and it's just even when pe people aren't having network issues, it's, it's like that. So poor, the game's made for cooperative play and then when everything's delayed and slow, the combat itself is slow. I was just like, this is not a challenge in the least. It would be great for a grandma. It's nice and slow. They can take their time with their com you know. They're supposed to have like combos. You part you teammates can partner up. Uh, some other games that are in the same genre, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, 
is super well known mm. as one of like the top tier of that. Uh, they also had uh, X Men. There was two of them. I can't remember if it was like Legends or what it is, but X Men were also well known. You would have like four people. Everyone picks one character, and they go through the level playing yeah. as that character with Isn't their special powers and stuff. Dragon, drag. What was that old old ass arcade game? Dragons. Dragon's oh. Lair. Dragon's Lair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where the knight's face melt yeah. at the end. Yeah, when you kill a dragon. Yeah. yeah. So, th- don't get it. I'll probably get a refund on it. Um, just because it's crap. Oh, and wow. then speaking of that, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, according to uh, Project CD Red, who is the developers of the game, or CD Project Red, um said that it is officially in a good state yeah that's what i saw that i was like okay that's uh, reassuring they yeah, said that's what i want to pay for 80 dollars for a game for they said a satisfying state. level of performance was <laughs> i that's, mean that's how i base every, my sexual relationships yeah, like every, not my video game playing <laughs> every mediocre uh ma- male lover in the world is hoping to get that review from this <laughs> significant other well was it did you find tonight a satisfying level of performance <laughs> so and this is also six months after its right. initial release right. it is at a satisfying level so the fact that they were it which is really unfortunate because they made the witcher games and those are freaking dope but they've lost oh they basically removed they had they were like invincible in the right. gaming world they were viewed as like um, prodigies as far as like making one of the greatest games of all time and then they just threw it all away for money once and people will not trust them again going forward they they're now in line with EA and everyone well, hates until EA. the next Witcher game comes out yeah and everyone's so, panties if will they get wet screw again. that up they're gonna be <laughs> yeah so yeah. there's something cool that I want to discuss with you and then I found out it's only being released in Japan which sucks because it sounds interesting enough. Uh, Square Enix uh, is doing a game, manga, and anime all tied together type thing called Deep Insanity. Hmm. And so they're all going to be the same world uh, with what I guess is a virus that kind of overtakes people. And they're going to follow three different uh, stories within the same world. But it's immersive with which medium you play and how they'll cross over and everything. And I thought, that's got three things that you and me enjoy. But It just sounds like they want you to give them all of your money. Yeah, but... They can have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they make it worth it. It's right. Co- it's coming out in Japan in September, but there's no Western release planned yet. So Can't you get... You can get it. Just learn Japanese. Well, we'd have to. You probably have to VPN, but we could VPN into Japan. That's what Japanese players will do with like Halo and stuff like that if they want to play on the U.S. or EU servers. But let's just go to Japan. I was planning to go anyway, so let's just move there. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll go have... right ahead of the the Olympics before. Uh, right before it, yes. Right before the Delta variant uh, goes back to all the the world's. Uh, we might be able to get in on people. some of those sex orgies that they have at the oh, Olympics every year. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a lot of fit people having sex. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> we need to read her book first, though. So we I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. Well, read... that's just so you can't masturbate. Like, I'm sure it just sex I ju- orgies Oh, I won't be masturbating. <laughs> I'll be doing it. Right. At a, yes. at a spot. All men who have sex frequently call it doing it. <laughs> at a satisfying level, too. <laughs> a satisfying level As of performance. As one could only hope. <laughs> 
uh, I wish I would, here, I just gotta show you guys how awesome these shoe boxes are because Reebok has come out with Power Ranger shoes. Okay. And besides, I'm not a big person into shoes in the least, but there's six of them, six different pairs mm-hmm. that all have shoe boxes that you can, if you collect them all, oh. make oh, nice. Megazord. So the shoes themselves could be complete shit and you don't even care. No, I just want the shoe you boxes. The boxes. Why don't you just buy the boxes? You could probably get them on eBay in a little bit. I don't know. I feel like those are going to be worth some money. and Well, you might as well buy them now to invest. <laughs> just like invest the Legos and the Magic Cards. And, you know, it's it's an opportunity to make yeah. some money. need to wear my yellow shoes tonight. Nope, my blue ones. <laughs> Yeah, Michigan's not a great place to own like nice shoes. Correct. No. Yeah, and I like I said, I'm, if if I was a shoe person though, these would I would probably spend all my money on this. Yeah, just like I'd spend them on that Lego shoe thing. <laughs> the Lego shoe. The Lego yeah. shoe you yeah. can't wear, and you could literally yeah, just make right with normal yeah. Legos. Oh my god, I heard the best idea the other day. Lego was, shoe related? No. Why don't why doesn't Lego have something where you could send them a picture of like your house and then they send you all the bricks back so that you could build your mm. own house in Legos? That'd be cool. Right? Why isn't that a thing? I mean, I you know what? I think they could do something with AI because you can actually do something with Minecraft where you can take a picture or build a 3D model of something and you import it into this AI and it uses the blocks mm. in Minecraft mm-hmm. and it just builds it in a Minecraft world. And so you could walk through, you know, they've done it for like castles, monuments and things like the Eiffel Tower, things like that. Right. If you just make a 3D model of it, the thing could do it. And they could probably easily do that with oh, your house. This, I think it sounds like an amazing, I would totally buy a Lego version of my own house. Would you buy it of your Sony? Yeah. I mean, I'd buy one of Lindsay's house. I, <laughs> I'll buy Legos. <laughs> Would you buy it with the deck or without your deck? Oh, that, that'd be an extra add-on, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, I probably would because it'd be cheaper in the Lego version than what it will cost me to eventually get one. Oh, you, so you could buy it, right? And then you could find extra bricks from, say, like your Sesame Street set and put a deck on it and see what it looks like ahead of time. Not that that would be bad. But anyway, I just think that's an amazing idea, and I'm not sure why Lego hasn't done it yet. I don't know why either. Maybe because they're waiting till I have enough money to <laughs> to truly... They're waiting for Tony's it's family crazy. to loan him money. <laughs> so they're missing a more. lot of revenue there, I think. True, true. Uh, so Anthony watched uh, Record of Ragnarok. And oh yes. I feel like he might have liked it. Uh Japan or not Japan. Netflix has taken it uh off of uh streaming in India. Oh. And they haven't really said why, but I can maybe guess why. Shiva. Because of the way that the <laughs> oh, Shiva's Hindu, representative. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't say it's necessarily disrespectful. Um but the the attitude of the character is probably what they the biggest thing for them not necessarily just that he was drawn well it's because he got like just another god's like i'm taking your spot this and that and it's india's very protective of their gods yes yep very protective so i i can see i mean it touches all of the gods and the cultures out there i mean they've got a little bit of it they've got uh odin is 
uh, in air. You've got Zeus's. It appears that the Greek pantheon is viewed as kind of like the highest level for the hmm. most part in the anime. Um, Odin is kind of silent, um, but the whole the whole show's premise is because uh, Brunhilda, one of the Valkyries, the thirteen Valkyries, um, brings it up. Otherwise, they would just sort of uh, like destroyed humanity, anyways. Um, I know Tony loved it. Well, I you were a big fan of God's Not Dead, right? Did yeah. That kind of go into that went into a bunch of different religions too, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I like it. I mean, even stuff like supernatural, right? They touch uh, mm. that, and then there's like, uh, shoot, uh, the Dresden Files by Jim Butcher. They're touch. He touch. You know, pulls in yep. the different um, deific families. Um, sure. You know. Greek. Uh, Wicked and the Divine. That was another good comic book mm-hmm. that they did where the gods would be reincarnated in humans every... Oh, I can't remember how long it was. But it was fr- across the spectrum. Okay. Sort of god reincarnation. So, I mean, it's a cool... It's a, you know, not necessarily well-worn, but it's a, you know, established good idea. Uh, I think the anime had some struggles. So I actually didn't love it as much as Tony did. Mm. Um, I did like it. I think it's a good watch. I think the first couple episodes are slow. Um, And overall, I think it would be a much... So, something that they have to their advantage is there's no backstory because you don't need it. The show is about showing off the greatest of the gods fighting the greatest of mankind, right? So, not to spoil a whole bunch because the reveals are pretty cool. The first fight is between Thor... And Lubu, and for anyone who doesn't know, Lubu is like the greatest warrior from the Three Kingdoms era of China. It's mm. kind of like what is, there was like all of this back and forth. These three main kingdoms, for the most part, were fighting. They were all saying that they had the emperor, or they had the emperor. You know, kind of that kind of thing. There's a, it's like a whole mythology around it too. And Lubu is like the greatest warrior of the time. So, the humans themselves are not obviously not capable of fighting gods they're humans but they're anime humans so they've got every literally every upper body muscle (laughs) is visible on these people right you know of showing off they're all ripped and stuff but the combat's very good combat animation is really well done uh the story is very you don't have to worry about the story the story is just a way for them to throw fights at you um, I think the only thing that I would, and they do like a quick backstory too. They'll say like, uh, this God's backstory, we all know him, but this is where this person's power comes from or this human's power. This is where that comes from their quick backstory. And those are really cool. I really liked it. I just think that they spent, they fell a little bit for this classic dragon ball Z. And instead of like having the fights happen, there's a lot of communication. It's one thing to have backstory, that's fine, but they're just showing them, like, kind of running around each other a little bit in the combats, and it's like, ah, it kind of gets you, because the combat's dope, and as soon as you get to the combat, it's mm. very cool. Every... It's not as fleshed out as Fate-type combat. Yeah, yep, and that's why, you know, not everyone could be UFO table, uh, <laughs> as Tony with or UFO table, uh, but they... Uh, yeah, I give it like a solid eight hmm. out of ten. So I think it's worth it. Good. The animation's really good. 
Um, and they did a good job of it. I would just love it if they spent more time doing it. They also cheat a lot. And you can notice it. You don't notice it in a lot of anime, right? So if you have somebody running fast in anime, what they'll do is do things like they show their feet in the ground and their feet are moving, but the ground is flying by. Mm. That's like four frames of animation that they just show over and over and over right, again, right, right? To make them look fast. They cheat that way a little too much in Record of Ragnarok to show things happening. Um, also, you know, if Dragon Ball Z, if they're like all the fists are flying, that's like six anim- six frames repeated over and over right. again. It just And it's like, it's cool for a couple seconds, but if it goes on for too long, you're like, hey, I've seen the same... You know, the same six frames for like two minutes. This is right. too much. So, uh, I think if they improve it in their second season, I'm hope I'm assuming they're gonna get one. Um, Netflix is really diving deep into their anime these yeah. days. Well, it's people want it. Yep, and they're not all originals. Like they say originals, right? right. But you know, they've already been created. But they're they're grabbing a lot. Yeah. Uh, like Net- so Netflix works on stuff. the like. It's not in America, so we're buying it. We're buying it's the original to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Crunchyroll is doing that. Um, there's like three actual Crunchyroll originals. Um, I would say, other than that, anime world's fairly. I just it's unfortunate. Anime and gaming's really gonna suffer this year. Yeah, because yep. they, they haven't had they, they had a whole year where things were. They were able to fill in last year, but this year, not nearly. Yeah. I mean, uh, the new Mario Golf came out, and it's... Mario Golf? Yeah. I've heard it's pretty good. I mean, it's golf. It's it's, the best of the golf games. Yeah. It's like, it's not really, it's it's hard to describe, but I enjoy it. Is it it like Wii Golf, or you actually, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how the switches work. Do they still have, like, the They have motion control. I don't actually know if the Mario Golf uses it. They do have the motion control, so you can do the same thing with those controllers. A lot of it's um, timing the button at the right moment to hit yeah. where you want to go, and that's where it's been historically. In the Wii, they did gotcha. uh, the swinging. Same with like tennis that's and the stuff. First but, Mario Golf, but they have like a bunch of like arcade v- modes. So the one, this one is the I think I talked about it a few weeks ago, but where you're like literally getting to the hole as fast as possible. Yep. It doesn't mm. matter how many strokes it takes. But you're also like running into each other and like throwing items at each other, kind of Mario Kart it's family, style. Family friendly game. I still so. just feel really bored having just listened to that. You just need to get more family <laughs> who wants to go into it and play it with you. Give me a new leisure suit, Larry. That's what I want. <laughs> well, what I can't wait for, I don't even know how to transition into this, but I'm just happy as fuck that they're making McGruber the series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And the first question that popped into my head when I saw it was, why? Because why I, not? yeah, like, I mean, that's a dude, that's a total dude movie. What, this is going to be a show, though. I know. It based on the movie. Movie, which was based, which based off based the on SNL, SNL skit. And there's like three movies based on SNL skits that are good, and the rest are all hot. Is it going to be voiced trash. by Will Forte? He's, uh, he's going, yeah, he's, it's going to be him. Is it live action? Yeah, it's live action. You said voiced like it was going to be anime. Animated. animated. Well, he's still thinking of anime. He's yeah. like hoping. <laughs> I just want anime. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping. Where's uh, it going to be? What, what What? station? Uh, yeah, is it like uh, a streaming service I exclusive? Or? I heard the Peacock, I believe. Oh, that makes sense. Because that's what, is that NBC? Yeah. yeah. Peacock, yeah. So SNL probably still owns the character, I would imagine, right? Yep. So, uh... 
remember uh, we haven't really talked about it in a while, but Allison Mack and the whole cult oh, thing, the and Nixium shit. She's, yep, she's getting sentenced today, <sighs> and or not today, this week. Yeah. So depending on when you're listening to this, maybe today, uh, and she's. Uh, Trying to say sorry to the families that she hurt with oh, everything. Yeah, all and of those women that she expressing... sold into sex slavery. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone's... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry Every that time... I forced you to have sex with this guy who created a fake cult just so he could have sex with the women. <laughs> hey, that's probably in that book you got. It's like the details on how to do it, right? I watched the... There's a... Well, there's. I'm sure there's a couple documentaries, but I watched a doc, documentary about Nixium, and it didn't have Allison Mack in it too much. It had a couple interviews with her, but it's... When you watch it and you, like, hear what they're saying, it's... the My whole feeling with most cults is, like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? They're literally saying nothing of value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Zero percent. That's why they target people who are in uh, episodes of mental, degraded mm-hmm. mental health and yeah. things like that. And I also, I always think of the South Park. Anytime I hear about someone like this saying sorry, be like, we're sorry. You know, and the guy's like flipped open his nipple panels and he's like rubbing his nipple. He's just like, sorry. You well, know? I, I, do, I do think of the mental deficiency that, you know, biggest cult around currently, but... Also, there are certain people that just have uh, that feeling of, you know, wanting to belong. Like, yeah. this is their family that they're coming into, and yep. and they're welcomed, and sure. then... And then you then gotta then put a dick the, in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Most families do not require you to put a dick but in do, your mouth. I mean, I'm just gonna not, say that out loud. <laughs> I know. I mean, but not all cults are sexual, are they? Or No, but a lot of them are. And, and, and... and it's the, a it's a cheap way to manipulate somebody. Yes. The thing is, the is power like power dynamics and stuff. The cult itself is not a sex cult. Yeah. Right. There are sex cults. Nixium was not a sex cult. The idea was that the guy who was the head guy of Nixium was using it as a his yeah, power yeah. as a way to like get yeah. women to sleep with him. He was a sex at like. He was a predator. Predator, yeah. And he was That's using women around. like Alice and Mac to yeah. like but the, 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 make other women feel comfortable with I had the biggest it. crush on her. She was I still her do. character in Smallville was great. Yeah. It yeah. was so dis- I was so disappointed in her when I found this out. <laughs> I'm cause she had she was the one who had like the whole Brainiac thing where like Brainiac took over her for a little bit. Like she was like the vessel of Brainiac and then like towards the end and then that yeah. whole Well and she took on kinda like the Barbara Gordon uh watchtower yeah. sort of role yeah. for a while. And it was like, you're a hero. Like, you portrayed a hero. Mm-hmm. Like, in a time where, like, there weren't a ton of, like, female heroes being portrayed. And especially for not the television. age group that was targeting, right? Right. You know? And then you, this? This is what you do with that? Cunt. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it'll be interesting what happens, uh, because, again, this is something that I've known for, we've known for ages now, it seems yeah. like this has gone on, and just last year, nothing Right. Of this at all. I thought maybe God, she's in she jail or something. I she jail the but, whole time. Yeah. But she's probably under house arrest. I know. She's got money. So we'll see how that goes. And we'll comment on it Listen, later. she's rich and white, so we can't be too hard on yeah. her. <laughs> but I was say, another uh, controversy, not as bad as that, but we're not comparing apples and oranges of shit, uh, is the Warren Ellis stuff that's gone on in the past with people. Oh, his grooming? <laughs> yeah. Which is also really disappointing. Yeah, I but I, that's why I was like, I don't want to compare to say he's that level, but it's not. I'm not trying to all justify right. what he's done as well because I enjoy a lot of what Warren Ellis mm-hmm. has done, and 
Castlevania or um, hell half the the books that he's written. Oh my um, God. You know, Next Wave, The Agents of Hate, and all that is one of my favorite of all books that no one has read. And right now, uh, he did some really great Moon Knight shit. He wrote Red. Yeah. Like, he's done some hard work, and then you find out that he's just a giant fucking creep. Like, I'm sorry, guys. Most men. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys I, are excluded I'm so from surprised. This. And you're only excluded from this. Like, Tony, I know you, uh, you a lot better. Anthony, you don't seem like you have a creeper bone in your fucking body. So. <laughs> well, there's one creeper bone. <laughs> <laughs> but only one. It's protected by all the others. <laughs> No, but uh, so the reason why this has come up again in light because again we've we knew why he was not on the last season of Castlevania and stuff was because of all this came out um, and those accusations is that he uh, announced with uh, Ben Temple Smith that they were going to finish up their run of Fell, which was a comic from Image that <laughs> I never I never read I don't really know about I don't know what either, it is but that ain't happening but. It's something that Image Comics has said that they've wanted to continue, but mm. then now Image Comics has come out, released in a statement like, whoa, 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 no. Even though before they were saying that they wanted to finish this, a lot more backlash that they're like, well, wait, we didn't say it was going to happen. And, we just said we wanted to. Well, well, what they're mostly saying is until he uh, like makes amends, like truly and heartfelt, like apologizes and means it. And I, uh, there's, there's two ways to look at it. Some people can truly feel sorry and amend, and mm-hmm. I don't know all of his things. Or uh, some people can do their same ways and not apologize publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that Image has taken a stance because publishers should do that for dickhead writers that take advantage of women. And that's all I will say about that. Well, I think... I have a lot of words about this subject that I've said frequently on this podcast, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to really get into them. But I'm, I'm just saying kudos to Image for yes. They need to do that. not what the Harvey Weinstein company did, right? The, right. That's just basically it. They need to make it so that they don't just say, oh, we're kind of separating. They're saying, no, this person doesn't get to keep going until they fix their problem, and if they don't, then you know, sorry to whatever comic series right. this is or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm not going to say that men like this can't redeem themselves mm-hmm. because they can. We want people to grow and become better human beings, but you have to do the work. Alcoholics go through steps. They yeah. call people that they have wronged throughout the years due to their alcoholism and apologize in order to be able to move on to the next step. That, should be the model for people like this. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have to... I mean, we all know when people mean it. Mm-hmm. Right? I've heard plenty of apologies. Well, I think... Where you... you're like, this is just mouth service, and not the kind that you were expecting yeah. to get from me. Yep. It, it, <laughs> and it needs to come from his victims. Yes. Right? It can't come from his PR company right. saying he, pop, he sent letters. And they're like, we'll show the letters because they're so heartfelt. I was like, nah, it needs to come from his right. victims need yeah. to be okay with this. I mean, this. They, they 100, those are the people who can redeem him, right? Yep. They can say, I believe that he is sorry. Until then, like, fucking Warren Ellis, your career's over. I'm sorry. Somebody yep. will step into your place. The, it's the not consequences like a, of my actions? No! It's not like there's a vacuum of talent. It's not like Warren Ellis is, like, the only guy who could write Warren Ellis shit. Mm-hmm. There is somebody out there who can write like him. Yeah. So. And it's, again, you can separate the work from... The art from yes. the artist. Oh, Trans Metropolitan is a 
fucking great comic book series. And don't go buy it because I don't want you to give him any money. But if you can download it for free from somewhere, like definitely. Put on read your it. pirate hat. It's super and, uh, great. <laughs> your eye patch and head off to uh, the, the bay. Yeah, head, head off to the bay. Uh, another small controversy that Disney is quietly trying to put under the rug. Hide it behind the mouse? Yeah. It, I mean, it's it's just, it's a name, but uh, Boba Fett's ship. You know its name, slave. right? Slave. Yeah, Slave, slave one. one. Yeah. They so don't they want are, to call it Slave One anymore? No, they are getting rid of the slave moniker. They're just going to call it Boba Ship's uh, Starship or Boba Ship's Why? ship. Why? Why was it called Slave One? Because he is a bounty hunter and tracked down runaway slaves. And the connotations with that in the world that we live in, I can see why. Like, I don't disagree with... Yeah, but, like, let's not pretend that slavery wasn't ever a thing. I mean, that's true, too. Right? Yeah, now I changed my mind. Fuck you, Disney. Let's just keep <laughs> calling it that. But it just is one of those things that uh, recently Lego has... Uh, been yeah. quietly asked and that's what's kind of uh, brought it out but then i started looking i'm like yeah they haven't really called it that at least an official yeah merchandise it in makes a while. sense you've done i mean you don't need to teach kids that boba fett ship is called slave like if you're the child from the 70s who watched the movies then of course it's always gonna but then, be yeah slave and you one, can call it whatever you want yeah but i guess they don't need to market that going forward it's, yeah that's fine and people can get over it if they're pissed off about it it's a fucking fake ship <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever heard about it, but the big, uh, very similar to this in the IT world, there's a bunch of terminology that's now like considered wrong. So like blacklist, whitelist, mm-hmm. blacklist means you're not allowed in. Whitelist means you are. It's used for like IP addresses. There's if you have multiple hard drives, you can only have one that's like the primary, and it's called master, and the rest are called Slave. slaves. Yeah. Right. So that kind of terminology, and that's kind of been like. You know, because blacklist, whitelist can easily be changed to allow list, deny list. Totally fine. Master and slave, primary, secondary. Totally fine. Easy to switch, right? And those make sense. Um, Some of them have been, I don't know, I'd have to look up other ones. Some that I do know there's some, I'm just like, this. it has nothing to do with like racism. There's a term for this specifically, like in mathematics or science or something. But I get it, the slave one, but... I drove past a store the other day that is called um, White House Black Market, and I was like, that seems like it's offensive, right? White House Black Market? Isn't the black market created because that's where they sold slaves, right? That was the original black market? Oh. I feel like... Yes, I kind of knew that. Yeah. (laughs) The the White House is kind of a tough one, because it's just literally white. Right. Right? I mean, if it was like a grayish color, it'd be like, oh, "Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah." But why is the store called... It's a clothing store. So why is it called White House Black Market? Anyway, we don't need trying to figure to go this with that out. Whole contra- yeah. yeah, it's yeah. super. It, I know it's the store that's been around for a while. It's just one of those things that's like, why did you name yourself that? It um, seems stupid. I did look it up real quick the, for the reason why it's being called Slave One. And it is on the uh, wise people of Reddit, the sages of our time, really. Sure. The philosophers. Um, yep. Say it's he, uh, Django named it that. Uh, most likely due to the time he spent as a slave before killing his oppressors and then striking out his own to be a bounty hunter. Well, then that's a, like a that's like a person taking it back, right? Yes, yeah. Well, like Django named it. J- yeah, it was Django ship. Oh yeah, it was. And, and Boba took it. So once yeah. it's a family died. name, like they just right. keep calling it the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, that makes. I mean, I guess 
But then you have to explain that to every person, right? Yeah. Who who asks about it? Like you have to go into this con, and that's the thing is people don't want to have those conversations. It's just much easier to change the name. Mm-hmm. Um, my last uh, thing that I want to kind of just throw out there is this another controversial thing? No, 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 okay. no, no. It's just more. I I am just like done with this franchise, but done. The new Transformers movie. Okay. They've announced what's going to go There's on with it and everything. There's a new Transformers movie they're yeah. making? Oh, they've been talking about it ever since Bumblebee made decent money. And Bumblebee actually was decent. Was I enjoyed Bumblebee um, Michael Bay? No. No. Okay. no John Cena. So. It was the one with John Cena in it, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it, it re... It, well, that's a very Michael Bay move. It, yeah, it was yeah. made in the 80s, and it was... They originally were trying to say that it was supposed to be connecting to the other ones but it in every way and shape and form kind of said nope those are their own thing mm. this is our own universe and they're going to continue from that which i'm okay with okay however they're going uh to call it the um rise uh rise of the beasts <gasps> oh. beast wars yes hell yeah and you're not excited about this no for okay. for a couple reasons all right First and foremost, uh, and this is going to sound weird too when I say it, because okay. Ron Perlman is going to be doing Optimus Prime. I love Ron Perlman, but you're so used to the. But other he's guy not being Peter Optimus Cullen. Prime. But like Peter Cullen, like he's going to die eventually, Tony. Eventually, and and I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm, yeah, not cool with that. I'm not cool with that. <laughs> I'm going to email Peter. Accept. What's his? T- is he on? Is he on Twitter? <laughs> Peter Cullen. Tony says it's fine if you die. Eventually. <laughs> Here's the thing. Eventually. That man is the voice of Optimus Prime. Sure. And what happened was about a year or so ago when the War for Cybertron came to Netflix, mm-hmm. the newest of the, the animated series, they'd Netflix, and this is boo to Netflix, you're no Didn't longer our sponsor. Peter Collins uh, be the voice? Yes, because they wanted to go with non-union people. Oh, so, that's bullshit. Yes, and Peter Cullen was pretty adamant about... A, first off, yeah, bullshit. And secondly, that's going to go across the board to many other voice actors who are part of the Screen Actors Guild mm-hmm. for that. Yep. And so no, this nothing wrong against Ron Perlman. Uh, love him to death and How everything he does. Ron Perlman not in the Screen Actors Guild? He is, but probably just not voice actor or whatever. I don't know okay. how or what. Huh. But. Interesting. They're not having Peter Cullen come on a movie where he should be yeah. the voice. And I'm just even picturing now Optimus Prime telling me, Tony, it's okay, son. But, like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> Didn't, I heard You're that, not my real dad. Yeah, I heard they had to do real work to get him to even do the voice of the first movie, though. The first Michael Bay movie. Like, he was like, I don't want to do that anymore. Well, probably, well, no, he's he says he's got time no i know but like the when michael bay did the first well it's probably because he was like i don't want to be attached to that (laughs) bullshit nobody knew at that point that it was going to be a steaming so well that's what i'm saying (laughs) him being attached to this new movie has not it first goes back to the war for cybertron which then there was ron perlman doing the voice act so he's already done optimus before as well so him coming on that's well, not. It's just gonna sound like Cowboy doing Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. I mean, that he's gonna use that because it's the gravelly, right? Right. Yeah. 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 You know, the gravelly, but so. here's here's the thing that uh, that I really truly feel will make it a train wreck, though, is they're not just doing just Beast Beast Wars, which I enjoyed that show once I could finally get over that they can turn into freaking animals. Because how are you hitting at all? 
Mm-hmm. But then when there's no humans, you don't really need to be hidden. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. their their <clears throat> weirdness of why they had to turn into animals made sense. They are fucking animals. They're fucking animals? Yes, sheep and everything. <laughs> but now I want where, to watch where, it. <laughs> where are they? Like, how are they going to blend into society? That's what Transformers was all about. Like, there is a truck that you didn't know was Optimus Prime for half the movie, and then they are infiltrating things. They're robots are you gonna in just disguise. Have, but they're fucking animals. Like, know, how are you going to yeah. do that Dude, in the a real number, world? The amount of articulation in their servos I mean, is just going to be... And not only that, they are gonna... also having the Autobots and the Septicons with the Maximals and the Terracons. Not even calling them the Predacons, or the Terracons, which is also an offshoot of mm-hmm. the original... Okay, I won't even get into it, because Linda's <laughs> telling me to wrap it up. But it's going to be a mess with it's... how many... Pe- people they're going to put in here we already know how michael bay mutilated so they're taking murdered our boy. they're taking the existing basically cast and then adding onto it beast wars characters and so yes. just having a and beast that wars how there have always been here or why they That's way look too like it's gonna animals. take place in like a chucky e. chase or something don't worry about it i think it's gonna be taking place <laughs> in the 90s there's gonna also be human characters and how their family aspects like go of involved with the transformers world it's like it doesn't Listen, mesh well. All they need to do, <clears throat> and this is a cartoon that came out like the early mid two thousands, is humans were able to merge with the Transformers, and it gave the Transformers extra power. If they throw that in at the same time, Human batteries. just go. Let's just go full hog yeah. and have all of the Transformer iterations at once, and then just have a gigantic war, and then they're probably going to have some bullshit cloaking device that makes them look like real animals. Actually, that probably makes plot. No, because they're going. They have already said what they're <laughs> no, doing. No, don't give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, so that would make it somewhat decent, and we know they're not going to do that. And I think this will be the final nail in the coffin. Like, yeah. there's so many things that you could honestly do for a Transformers movie to make it the wide appeal for everything, and we need to make it. Because yes, a- everyone loves Transformers, but you don't need to make it too kiddie. Yeah. You don't need to make it super adult. But you need to have it a little bit more. There's in... an excellent episode of Smodcast where Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier talk about the best Transformers movie that could ever be made. And it's literally a 30-minute movie where you just send the Transformers back in time to kill Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all action for 30 minutes and then end. He's like, that. you could make billions of dollars off oh, yeah. of that. <laughs> That's the Transformers movie we all need. <laughs> I'd do it. I'd watch it. Right? Yeah. Well, do you guys got any other uh, any news? The only uh, thing I saw is they made some sort of bullshit change to the end of um, the Scarlet Witch oh, vision yeah. show where they added some sort of thing I to the post credit scene. It's a blur-looking like, like shadow yeah, figure coming, coming down. through the woods. So they... What, they're patching shows now? They are. They're <laughs> patching shows now. It's fucked up because like... Do they tell anybody that they've added it? Who's going no, that's back the thing. and rewatching it's like, it? You, you can't be updating existing... Ep- I, if there's like a an issue, right, and you're like, oh, we fixed it in post, okay, whatever. But if it's like something... You throw an extra episode. Right. Right? Something like That's all you... You don't start changing well, after credits. It's such a weird scenes. thing to add. Like, you can't tell what <clears> it is. People are assuming that it's strange coming to, like, get Wanda in the cabin that she was at so that yep. they can start the next movie. They but can start like, making all the multiverses. Yeah, but like, why? Why even bother? Couldn't you just say like he couldn't came that be the to fir- meet her? Couldn't that be the first scene of the movie? 
Right, it's such a weird thing. But how just... will people know that Doctor Strange shows up? I don't know, make a scene in a movie where Doctor Strange shows up? <laughs> ah, we can't do that. Not make any sense. It's a weird thing to, oh. to um, go after. Before getting into booze in the book, uh, now that Netflix is no longer a sponsor, nope. we're going to have our new sponsor, Olive Garden. Oh, yeah! We're, we're your family. <clears throat> when, when you're here, your family? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard. And unlimited uh, breadsticks. Oh, oh yeah. Um... I do have one last thing to say. Uh, Xenoscope is having a Humble Bundle collection mm. coming out uh, July 15th. Uh, pretty much as they're, they're touting it as the Van Helsing collection. Okay. So all proceeds are going to go to Make-A-Wish Foundation, over 270 books worth of Van Helsing and family and friends wow. adventures. that's huge. Uh, have you partook in a Humble Bundle before? Many. Uh, there's they, good. I have some that I haven't even like read or, or I, I games know, that I've not even done played. comic based games. on the but I've done games, yeah, the games tons of indie games. Great, yeah. So nice. is, yeah, so that's something that I haven't seen a good humble bundle in a I while to talk about. About them so well, no, often. I still look, but they just haven't been the great because yeah. now they used to just be like once in a while. Now they have and always going on. They've turned humble, into a business, right? Pretty much so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That you can kind of do that, but I'm like, none of them are. We should that do a great. Drunk Kong Comics Humble Bundle. <laughs> uh, free for all podcasts. Four podcasts. 450 episodes. Just One, for you. Drunk on Comics family pitching some money. We need uh well, we got we got things that we'll, we've already talked about in the intro. I'll put so. my Venmo I'll put my Venmo on there. You can just send some money to it, and then I'll send you the link to the podcast that you literally already know because you're already listening to it. <laughs> all right. Um Booze in a Book this week uh, is a very excellent book that came out from Marvel. It is Marvel's Voices uh, Pride Number 1. Now, reason why it's Marvel Voices Pride Number 1 is because they are having multiple Marvel Voices books that are coming mm-hmm. out, which I think that is just excellent in and of itself. Um, but this one obviously being Pride Month, and they're sneaking it in right in the last week here. Right. Where I already talked about the DC one before, this one had a lot more small stories that I felt just, I'm not wanting to compare either or, but this one just felt more fresh, more polished, I should say. Um, A little more fine finished in how they did it. So again, I don't even want to go into all the different stories, but it was just great. And all in all, you know. A good read. Yeah, good read. And. Uh, very colorful and and very great and something to uh, I don't know be proud of this Add month for question. for those that are uh, need need that voice and yep. so we're gonna pair it with we're pa- so uh, we're pairing it with vodka and just vodka let me explain vodka is the neutral I was gonna right? say my guess <clears throat> why you p- would pick it is because it can be mixed with like literally yes. everything you. Yes. Just take vodka and put whatever you want. In you can it. put fruit juice. You can put a mixer. You can put it's a literal cucumber in it. <laughs> Do what you want with it. It's your choice. Yeah. It's your preference. Make vodka whatever you want to make it. Mm-hmm. And a little fun note: you can take vodka, <clears throat> you can infuse it with flavoring, and resell it. That oh, is legal vanilla, to do. You can make vanilla extract that yep. way. Yeah, so, for sure. You can buy Smirnoff vodka off the shelf, infuse mm-hmm. it, and then sell it under your own label. Yep. No. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Make you guys some sweet vanilla extract if you want some. 
Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. It's great. And, Super and you can resell style. it. You can resell it. That's yep. one of the nice so things like about it. To like anyone or just family and friends? Anyone. No, anyone. You, you can, can sell it. Business. As, you can sell it back to Meyer. You can go to Meyer, buy alcohol from them, infuse it, sell it right back to them. Interesting. Yeah. So. At a primo price too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Make say it's they're buying local vodka that right. you literally bought from them. So vodka, great for everyone. Yes. Anything. Put and it, it in you. It won't put ruin. it on you. Whatever you want to do with it. it won't, just do it. It won't ruin your night like tequila. <laughs> so that's a good choice. I like it. Well, all right. So with that, uh, got any plans coming up for the blowing up of uh, America no. festival? Activities that we'll have. I'm going to destroy as much of the American land as I can with explosives, you know? <laughs> Just uh, happy for a day off. I live, on like the loud- <laughs> I live on like the loudest street in the world where they're literally shooting fireworks no. from go, the street in front of my house. Go to so. the west side. You're wrong. There, I can see I can see the explosives came, in my street. I came home from work one night and it literally felt like I was in a war zone. There was just smoke and like light. That's the problem. It's crazy. I could smell yeah. the fireworks. Well, yeah. Remember it was like two closed. days later that me and you were talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 and your neighborhood's just blowing up when we were trying to record it at your house. Yeah, yep. And... Yeah, I mean, it turned out decent enough, but there was definitely pops in the background. So, um, I guess uh, stay thirsty for all the barbecues with uh, family and friends and family. blowing up uh, things. and yeah. Good times. With family. <laughs>